episode is a lesson a lesson in, in, in cancer for people who are going through cancer. A lot of people want to know what, what cancer is. How do we get cancer? Well, cancer cells are formed in our body. Cancer cells are in our body as we speak. You always think to yourself, I'm never going to get cancer in my lifetime. We are going to get cancer in our lifetime. I went through it 17 years ago. 17 years survivor of cancer plus cancer. Now, if you know someone who had cancer and survived it, if you know someone who was in your family who had cancer, I personally have been touched by cancer in many different ways. One of the ways is when my father passed away from lung cancer at the age of 63. Now, there's a story behind that too that I want to get into, but I probably will not dwell into it until the next episode. Let's do a health lesson. What is cancer? How does it come to us? Well, again, cancer cells are in our body. I learned a lot more about cancer even when I had the disease. I did a lot of my own research. But I also want to make make all of you aware. A lot of people, when they hear the word cancer, they think of death automatically. No. With everything new in today's world and today's technology, we're living in the 21st century, they're always coming up with new medicines, new technology. Think of the people who had cancer before, before the 21st century. Case in point, my father was diagnosed in the 20th century. There was no option for him. He went through chemotherapy. He went through all of that, but his body was so weak, he couldn't, he couldn't get through it. When I think about him in that sense and what he had to go through, I watched him suffer. I watched him go through a round of chemotherapy. He had two rounds of chemotherapy. It didn't matter how many rounds he would have had at that time, he would have passed. Either way, it was a death sentence. He was looking at a death sentence. And the doctor kept saying six months to a year, and then he reduced it from six months to three months, and then any time now. What we didn't know is that the cancer had spread. The cancer had spread from his lungs to his liver and eventually shot up to his brain. His cancer was eating at his brain. I watched my father survive everything in life, everything in life. The stories that he told me, you know, the war that he fought in and and the poverty that his family had grown up in. He survived all of that. When it came to cancer, not so much. Cancer is harsh. A lot of people don't understand the illness itself. How do you get it? Well, it could in part be genetics, but then again, you think, maybe not. There was no history of it when I was diagnosed on either side of my family. How did I get it? I'm still trying to figure that out. Again, we have cancer cells in our body. We all have cancer cells. We can take the very best care of ourselves. The very best care of ourselves. But you have to think to yourself, you can exercise, you can eat good foods, you can do all of that and you're still going to get sick in your lifetime. No matter how many times you say, I'm going to prevent from getting sick, we are going to get sick. My question to all of you is, when you, when you find out you have cancer, what's your first reaction? You're going to get scared, right? The first reaction is fear. Ask me, a fellow cancer survivor. Ask me, what do you think my reaction was when I was told I had cancer? 
Mine was advanced cancer at the time, metastatic stage three advanced cancer, because they believed at the time the cancer may have gone into the lungs. They weren't sure. I can tell you right now, I had no reaction. Even after they took a biopsy, even when she came back, she says, you have a tumor growing in your left breast, and it's growing. And if you don't get it taken care of very quickly, basically you could die. That's basically what it comes down to. So you have a choice right now. What do you do? Take the advice of the doctor. Get yourself checked. Get yourself checked. Go in there and do what you have to do to save your life. We are not playing Russian roulette with our life. We only have one life to live. Think of it this way. We only have one life to live. We want to be here for a long time making a difference. It took me a long time to finally admit to all of you what I went through. I didn't want to talk about cancer. I wanted to put it off to the back of my mind. I, I wanted to kind of wipe it away as a bad memory. But I will tell you one thing. I am grateful to talk to all of you, to all of you, about what I went through. All of you. When you asked me, were you scared when you got the diagnosis? I wasn't scared. I didn't have a reaction. Ask my family the reaction that I showed. I showed no reaction on my face when someone said to me, you have cancer. You know why I didn't show reaction? Because I knew. I put it off too, too much, too, too far along. I didn't see right away. When I went into the mirror and I found something in my breast, I really didn't think, hey, this could be cancer. It didn't dawn on me. I just found something moving around in the breast. Like, okay, it's nothing. But I kept coming back to it. I kept coming back to it, and I thought to myself, well, this is serious. I have to get myself checked. So we made an appointment with the breast specialist. She took a biopsy, tissue, sample of my breast, ran it under a lap, came back, and found out the result was you have a malignant tumor growing in your breast at an amazing rate. Think about this. A nine-centimeter tumor growing in your breast, and it's getting bigger and bigger, and you can let it go. If you let it go, you could die. That's basically what it comes down to. I had no choice but to take myself into an oncologist where they did a series of tests, x-rays and scans, and they, sure enough, I had breast cancer. But when the time of the diagnosis, the initial diagnosis I got from my oncologist was I had stage three advanced metastatic. When you're gonna say, well, what is metastatic? Metastatic means cancer can go to other part of the body. So at the time, they thought that it had gone in my lungs, but they weren't too sure, but they did the test. That's what they thought. So he said, right away, you're going to go in and get your chemotherapy. Six months of aggressive chemotherapy. When you ask me, and, I've, and a lot of people still want to know, is cancer a death sentence? It depends on the type of cancer you have. Number one, number two, how fast you get in to get treated. If you wait like me and you have the mentality of it's nothing, it'll go away on its own, what happens if it gets bigger and bigger and it grows to another part of your body? Then what? It's on you. You made the decision not to go get yourself checked. You said to yourself, oh, it's nothing. You put it off. The more you put it off, the more your chances will increase. If they treat it in time, they could save your life. But if you're going to say to me, eh, it's nothing. I'm not going to let it get to me. You know, I, I, it's probably not going to be something. Let me ask you something. If it was somebody in your family and they discovered a tumor the size of a grapefruit and you said to them, yeah, you know, you don't have to go to the doctor, you know, it's, it's nothing. 
What happens if that tumor grows in size and just goes all over your body? By then it'll be too late. You put that on yourself. I know a lot of people are afraid of cancer, just the word itself. It's not a death sentence. If you look at today's technology, the 21st century versus when my father had it in the 20th century, a big difference. There weren't many options. There weren't many second chances. There weren't many, you know, options he could have gone to have his life saved. His life was not spared. His life was not spared. So if you ask yourself this question, did I do the right thing? Did I do the right thing by taking myself in when I did? Of course. But I didn't have a reaction. I was very... I had no reaction. Did I show tears? No, I was trying to be brave. You know who showed tears? Everybody in my family showed tears. My mother and sister were crying. I was walking a few feet ahead of them after we'd gotten out of the doctor's. I remember this now. We were walking to the parking lot to the car. They both cried. As soon as I turned around, they stopped. They showed off their tears. They didn't want to see me or, sh or, or sh display to me that they were emotions. I said, cry. She goes, but you're not crying because I brought it on myself. If I would have gotten in earlier, my breast would have been saved. But unfortunately, I made the decision to go in and wait. You know, again, your life is precious. Everybody's life has meaning in this world. If you don't value yourself, if you don't value your body, then I don't know what to tell you. It's on you. You think of the many people that have gone through an illness in their lifetime. The, the mentality is, well, I'm scared. Yes, we're all scared. We're scared of everything, but we have to face that fear. When you're dealing with cancer, you have to be brave. A lot of emotions take place, though, when you get an initial diagnosis of cancer. There's anger, sadness, fear. Although fear is not even an emotion at all. Again, you're putting fear into you. You're making yourself afraid. But we'll put that in there. Anger, sadness, fear, or sometimes just shock, disbelief. Like me, I had no emotion whatsoever when they told me. Did I cry? Secretly, I couldn't take the pain. I didn't let anyone see me go through that type of pain. I kept it to myself. And I thought to myself, will I ever get through it? Of course I will get through it. We are, all of you out there who's battling it right now as we speak, as I'm talking to all of you, if you're listening to me, whether you're in the hospital, whether you're at home, wherever you are, in whatever stage you're at, we are all superheroes in the war against cancer. We are all supermen and wonder women. Because anybody can get cancer at any age. Children, seniors, middle-aged, young people, anybody. It doesn't matter the color of your skin. It doesn't matter your financial status. It doesn't matter your background. That doesn't matter. Everybody gets cancer. I never thought I would get cancer. I don't know how I got cancer, but I had it. But back in the day, I couldn't talk about it. I couldn't talk about it. It was hard for me to open up to people and say I had cancer. Nobody, none of the neighbors knew, none of the neighbors knew that I had the illness. I kept it a secret. I kept it a from everybody. I don't know if it was pride or if I was ashamed. I don't know, maybe. I didn't want anybody talking about me. I didn't want anybody saying, hey, look, she's got cancer. Ooh, the stares, the whispers. 
There's nothing to be ashamed about. Don't be ashamed. There are a lot of people that are ashamed to tell people they're battling an illness. Why? What's there to be ashamed about? Ask yourself this question. Yes, you are going to have fear. Yes, you're going to think, oh my God, I'm going to die. With the new advances in today's world and today's technology, they're always coming out with new medications for every kind of cancer that's out there. And a lot of the doctors will scare you. I've even noticed this back in the day when I had it. They'll start talking to you in their language. Like You're supposed to understand what they're talking. They talk to you as if, hey, you know what I'm talking about. They'll use big words with you. They won't tell you exactly what. Come out and say it. I have this cancer. I have stage three cancer. I have stage two cancer. Whatever cancer you might be dealing with, whatever cancer you might be dealing with, you have to be brave and you have to be like a superhero. You're going to fight against the villain called cancer, the enemy. The cancer is the bad guy. The cancer is the bad guy. The cancer that you have that's going into your body, you don't want your body to become a hostage to cancer. Cancer takes over your whole body. Not just on the area where it's at. It takes over your whole body if you let it. As I'm speaking to you now, and I think about the time I had it, there are a lot of emotions that go through me. One of them is, a part of me wanted to give up. Because I couldn't handle the pain. There is pain with cancer, yes. There's all kinds of pain, but you know what? You will get through it. Why? If you have a support system, if you have a family, friends, or other survivors like ourselves who will come and help you along the way, that's even better. You are not alone when you're battling cancer. You are not alone. But a lot of people think, well, you know, I can't do this. Yes, you can. When you tell me I can't fight, I can't just, I can't defeat cancer, it's like telling me you won't defeat it. Can't, won't. Remember the analogy, can't and won't? I look to all of you and I say, you can do it. I believe in you. I have faith in you. You will get through the disease called cancer. The big C, as they call it. The big C. And I always think to my the time that I had it, if my mother hadn't been there with me to help me through it, if my family wasn't there for me, I'm going to be very honest with you, I probably would have given up a long time ago. And you would have said, are you sure about that? Well, let me put it to you this way. I don't like doctors. I'll admit that to you. I don't like doctors. I don't like hospitals. I don't like anything about that. But in order for you to get treated and you want to get back to the life you had before, you have to go in there and get through the chemotherapy, get through the radiation. With me, I had so many side effects. I landed in the hospital twice. My quality of life completely changed. I didn't know what it was like to be out in sunshine, in the fresh air. I was holed up in a dark room. My mother took very good care of me. She made sure I got my medication. She took care of the pain. Her voice and her touch helped me. She healed me better than any doctor could, better than any nurse, better than anybody in the hospital field. She was a Florence Nightingale. She was a nurturer, a caregiver, a teacher. She never gave up on me. She went to God to pray to him. Hey, my daughter is battling the fight of her life. She needs your help. Please make her strong. Please make her well. She would go to church. She would pray every single day. And guess what? I got better. But if it wasn't for her, 
I wouldn't be talking to you right now. I wouldn't be talking to any of you right now. I wouldn't be alive. There was a part of me that felt I couldn't do this. I didn't want to go through the pain. I'm not one for pain, but I went through it for my mother. Why? When she lost the love of her life to cancer back in the 20th century, that was the love of her life. They were married for over 50 years. They battled every storm, every type of crisis, obstacle, tragedy. They went through it all. But cancer took my father at a young age, 63. That's young. Now I think back to when I had recovered fully from it, but it took at least a year for me. 63, 36. Let's reverse the numbers. There's such a coincidence with that. That I had a premonition even two years before that my father was not going to make it to senior citizen. I just had this very bad premonition. And I tried so hard to get that premonition out. I didn't want to believe it at first. Because every dream that I had of my father, he was sick. But I didn't realize that it was cancer that made him sick. In my dream, we really didn't know what the cause of death was. And I knew he would never make it to senior citizen. He never did. My mother outlived him. But she passed away at the age of 88. She made it to her golden years. He didn't. He survived everything in life that was thrown at him. And I thought to myself, here's a man that couldn't even defeat cancer. Cancer took over his body. He couldn't be the superhero. He couldn't be the dad that he wanted to be. I think a part of him was ashamed because he said, well, cancer's taken over my body. I might as well just give up. Dad, please don't do that. Don't give up. Fight, fight to stay on this earth. You're too young to go. It's not your time yet. But he didn't really hear what I was saying. I think that if he would have lived and he would have seen me go through my illness, I don't know if he would be able to take it. I could be honest with you, my father cried easily. My father showed his emotions and that's okay. Crying is a form of strength. If you cry when you're going through an illness, that's even better. You're healing, you're cleansing your soul from within because right now you're saying to yourself, I can't do this. Yes, you can. I'm telling all of you out there, from one cancer survivor to another, anybody who's gone through it or is going through it, don't give up. I ask you not to give up, please. Do yourselves a favor. Please don't make yourself worse than what it is. Say to yourself, I can get through it. I can get through it. It's good to have a support system in place. You know, a family member, a friend, or someone who's gone through it, like myself. I always say that the greatest joy that I can do or bring to people is hope. Hope. H-O-P-E, hope. There's hope. Stay alive as much as you can. Fight. Your determination to live is far greater than your determination to die. Because honestly, who's going to say, I'm determined to die? You're not determined to die. Everybody's afraid of something, right? Cancer, again, is not a death sentence. Now, back in the day, like I said, when my father had it in the 20th century, there wasn't many options. Yes, he went through his chemo. He did go through it. But for him, it was too, too far gone. It already had spread. And I watched him go. I watched him suffer, but I also watched him pass away in the most beautiful way possible, surrounded by his family. And who I saw was a stranger. I couldn't recognize my father. I said, who is this man? This man who I looked up to from the time that I was a little girl. This man who taught me everything about life. Who taught me, you have a voice. 
use it. Speak up. If you have a diagnosis of cancer, whether it be breast, colon, lung, liver, whatever it is that you're battling through, speak up. Let your voice be heard. Tell the world how you're feeling. Tell them I'm afraid or I'm or I'm I'm scared or you'll be afraid for a little while. I guarantee you you will get strong. If you believe in yourself, if you say to yourself, I have a purpose in this world, I have a purpose in life, I have something that I want to share with the rest of the world. I'm willing to go out there and share it with all of you. And I did it a year ago on LinkedIn Live. I showed off my battle scar. I wanted people to see, look at me. Look at Aphrodite. Now my LinkedIn contact calls me Wonder Woman. I never thought of myself as a superhero. But when I think back to that time, it could have been worse. I could have just easily given up. A part of me wanted to. But I thought to myself, what would I do to my poor mother? If I gave up too soon, she would have not only lost the love of her life, she would have lost her youngest daughter. I was a blessing to her, a gift from God. I was a blessing for both my mother and father. They didn't plan on having, quote, a third baby. I just happened to become into the picture. And I said to myself, I don't want to hurt them anymore. I want them to see me strong, to see me fight, to see me stay on this earth. I have a mission and a purpose in life, like all of you do. But when you hear the word cancer, that's the first reaction, fear. There are three emotions to watch out for when you're going through cancer. I've experienced all three of them at different stages. The first one is fear. When you're being given the diagnosis of whatever cancer it is that you have, it's fear. That's the first emotion. The second emotion, though, and when you're going through your illness, you're angry. You want to lash out at the people around you. Whatever you do, don't lash out at the people who are trying to help you because then you would push them away. And at this time in your life, when you're going through a nose, you need all the family and all the support you can get. Don't push people away. Yes, be angry. Cry, shout, yell. It'll make you feel good. The third emotion is when you cross over that threshold and you've beaten cancer. Victory. Let's, let's pay a homage and a tribute to those people who have made it to the other side. Victory. Think of it in those terms. If you say to yourself, I can get through it. I can do this. I can be a survivor. I can be a warrior. Because think about this. Cancer is kind of like you're fighting a war. You're fighting a war against cancer. So you're the soldier in your own battle against cancer. We're all soldiers. We're all warriors in the battle against cancer. But you ask yourself this question. You ask yourself this question. Can I defeat cancer? And you want to know the answer? Yes, you can. Even I feel for the people in another part of the world that are battling this illness on their own. You shouldn't have to be battling this illness on your own. How are you treating yourself if you're, if you're not under a doctor's care? If you're not under a doctor's care and you're telling me, I'm treating myself, how are you doing that? Nobody can make themselves well from cancer. Cancer needs to be treated in a hospital with doctors, with medicine, with, with, with machines. If you're telling me I'm treating myself, I'm sorry to say it, you're slowly killing yourself. You're doing the opposite. You're not treating yourself, you are slowly killing yourself. I understand that the cost of healthcare is a lot more expensive in other parts of the world, especially for a family that's barely struggling to survive. 
we need to do something. And one of my missions in my lifetime is to go around to each hospital in all over parts of the world, in every part of the world, and help people go through the fight of their life, help them battle cancer. Just be there supporting them, cheering them on. All of you need the superhero to come to the hospital, whether you're a child, a young adult, an adult, female, male, it doesn't matter. Because again, everyone gets cancer in their lifetime. I can tell you from my experiences what I went through. But I almost gave up on myself and my family. I said, I can't do this. My quality of life changed. And even after I got better, I was still ashamed to tell people what I went through. But there are signs to watch out for. People are sickly. You lost a lot of weight. You're pale. There are certain physical signs, outward appearance. There's an outward appearance when people go through cancer. I'll give you a perfect example. I want to pay tribute to a man who again haunts me to this very day. A man who was a consummate actor and who wanted to do so many things in his lifetime. And he did some things in his lifetime that I commend him. You know, he had charities that he was passionate about, especially cancer. Cancer was one thing we had in common. And my LinkedIn friend had actually paid tribute. And he says, that's the one person that you have in common with. And the person I'm referring to Chadwick Boseman. His death still haunts me to this very day. Why? He was at an age in his life, 43. 43 years old and passed away from colon cancer who he was battling yet for four years. And even in between when he was doing all the movies, especially Black Panther, that's how I saw for the first time how he looked from one cancer person to another. There are signs and symptoms to watch out for. He did look sick, but he hid it very well from his co-stars. Only his immediate family knew what he was going through. In a way, maybe he wanted to keep it private. He didn't want the whole world to worry about him. But I think that if he would have said something, I think the world would have been there for him, supporting him, cheering him on. I think the more support that you need, the better. You can get through this illness. You can get through it. Don't hide behind. Don't be ashamed. Why do people think, oh, I had cancer, but I don't want to talk about it? It's not taboo. I'm proud to announce to all of you out there, I had breast cancer. And at the time, they thought it was my lungs. When I came out cancer-free, I had beat the illness. It didn't take over my life. I am here talking about it 17 years later. As I tell all of you, there's no shame in admitting to me you had an illness. There's no shame. Be proud that you got through it. Now, for the people who didn't, the people who didn't survive, my condolences. They did fight for the time that they were on this earth, but they lost their battle because the cancer had spread. The cancer had won. When you think of terminal cancer, I also have to pay tribute to Haley Maggie. Here's a young woman who was brave enough to share her whole story, a video diary of her what she was going through with her diagnosis of kidney cancer. She was very young, too. She was only 30 when she passed. And I had paid special tribute to her about a year ago. And I thought to myself, here was a woman who was brave enough to tell the world on social media, or whoever would listen, I am battling kidney cancer. I commend her for that. She wasn't ashamed. She came out and showed the world she actually, in the position that she was in and the way she looked, I commend her. She was a beautiful young woman that was taken too soon. She's an angel now, just like Chadwick is an angel. They're both angels in the house of God. 
They are being watched over, but they fought long and hard to stay on this earth. And unfortunately, they lost the battle. We will never forget T'Challa. Chabot Bozeman will always have that role in Black Panther. Wakanda forever. Wakanda. If you think to yourself, there's a man that had so much promise, and what would have it become if he hadn't passed? Well, he would have gone on to do many great things. I just commend him for the time that he was on this earth. It's just his death haunted me. I didn't know him personally, but I would have wanted to know him. From one cancer patient to another. When my LinkedIn contact, I said, but that's what you have in common, that we both had cancer. But he passed. I survived it. He passed at the age of 43. I survived at the age of 35. How is that being the same? You both had cancer. And I was trying to make sense of it. I was trying to wrap my head around what he meant by that. In a way, I kind of understood. We both had the battle of our lives, and we both had family to help us through it. But the difference is his cancer had spread far worse than mine had. With all the advanced treatments that I had and this one drug that actually was approved for colon cancer and they gave it to me to see if it would work for breast cancer, it did. It took that tumor completely away. And what do I have to show for? My battle scar. That's why I never got implants. One woman said to me, why didn't you get the implants? Because if I wanted to tell my story to the world, I would have said to everybody, look, I have breast cancer. They wouldn't have believed it. They wouldn't have believed me. They would have said, you didn't have cancer. Yes, I did. But I decided not to have the implants. I want everybody to see the battle scar. I want people to see this is what I have to show for it. It's not a battle, but it's my purple medal of bravery and courage that I did beat cancer. That's why I've been called Wonder Woman. You never know, I might make an appearance. Get on there on a platform with everybody and show all of you, hey look, there's nothing to be afraid of. You have to fight your fear. One person asked me, are you afraid to die? Or were you afraid to die when you had that diagnosis? And I thought about it. I will tell you one thing though. Again, people hear the word cancer, people automatically assume they're gonna die. No, you're not gonna die. If you put that fear inside of you and you say, yes, I'm going to die and, and, and I'm, I'm not going to get through it, then you're going to have those negative thoughts. Negative thoughts are going to take over your mind, your whole body, and then you're going you're gonna to give up the fight. You have to be the opposite. You have to say to yourself, I can get through this. I will get through this. I will get through this. I want my life. I want to live. Live. Survive. Don't die. Survive. Stay alive. Stay alive. That's all I'm going to say to all of you. But I will continue on with my experiences and journeys. Talk to all of you out there. And again, I may do a video series and show you everything that I've been through. Maybe provide some kind of comfort for those of you that are now suffering. We are all Superman and Wonder Woman. We are all superheroes when it comes to cancer. All of us. Never, ever give up survive that's the key word is survive survival hope i pray to all of you god bless all of you god bless all of you for the courage to stand up to cancer for the courage to stay on this earth fight like you've never fought before in your life fight
Remember, we are all warriors. Let's stand up to every cancer that's out there. Kick cancer once and for all out. Kick it to the curb, as they say. So God bless all of you. Have a great 4th of July, a great week ahead. Stay strong. Stay positive. Stay alive. Stay alive. Take care.